plan to get it quick. Jet lag on a mission of attrition. Make weapons of war. Dead brain cells speak the dialect. Unset set them. Try recollect the collection. See smoke low holes in the folds of his ozone. No quest and attention. Festering henchmen. Passionate tension. Packed out with the lab rat in his vision. Eat your zone. Eat the throne. Double back and eat the bone. Keep your bone. Cubbies can't swim in the breathing from the faucet. Flow hard but in the ocean's gauntlet. Yes. Lethal injection parading your door. Progressive excessive and more. Eating your core. Slapstick slap shot. Grab a ass from the backpack. Slack back with the range to attack that cool cat but it's lady come first boy do that do that anyway it's a third high place with the first metaphor similes and the first syllables for your syllabus silly with tricks cynical when he's visual how he nitpicks visible very critical when he questions yo 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brain stop, never set symmetry to lock and key kick rock in the pocket full of fuck with me. Get crunkin' in love with me. Sip something to the drunk of me. Sip something to the drunk of me. Sip something to the drunk of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brain stop, never set symmetry to lock and key kick rock in the pocket full of fuck with me. Get crunkin' in love with me. Sip something to the drunk of me. Sip something to the drunk of me. Sip something to the drunk of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting to my right, Emmanuel Bates. This will be another episode of BB and POV, the PIP, which is me coming from the 734. (laughs) (laughs) Soon to be 313. Soon to be 313. It almost rhymed, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But anyways, welcome to the show, everybody. That was uh, the brand new single out of our boy Paris, a.k.a. Deontay Visible, a.k.a. the band leader of Speak Mahogany out of Ann Arbor, Michigan area. We'll call it Ann Arbor. We'll just call it Metro Detroit. Um, But yeah, that is his brand new single, which I fucking love, man. I've become such a fan of Paris' music. He just He's he's a really dope MC, man. I can't wait for... uh, you guys hear the you shit that he's cooking up with my boy Paris. E-Man over the break. You already know how I feel about Paris, bro. Yeah, he's awesome. That's he's awesome. Man. That's awesome my, dude, that's too. That's my guy. But, um, yeah, so shout out Paris, we, uh, a.k.a. De- Deontay Visible. You go follow him on all of the streaming platforms. That song, again, is called Episodic. But um, what's up, man? How you been, dude? Uh, busy as fuck. How about yourself, buddy? Busy as fuck. <laughs> 60 hour work weeks on top of the podcast, dude. Fucking doing it. Yeah, working in Detroit this week. You know, they got the fucking Democratic debate this week. Yeah, man. It, it goes down great. tonight, actually. Yeah. Um, which uh, I, I saw some of your pictures from down there earlier. They had like the. Oh, the, the, tr- the Trump chicken? <laughs> yeah, the Trump chicken. That's probably going to be our photo for the week. <laughs> I'm putting the Trump chicken for our photo <laughs> for the week, actually. I'm down, dude. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's funny, man. I didn't even know that it was uh, happening in Detroit until like two days ago. I saw that on the news I or knew. whatever. Shit, I watched CNN set that up, like, because I, I kept driving through Woodward just to get to my stops and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. For those of you guys who don't know, I'm a beer rep. Yeah. So I'm a beer sales rep. So, like, I, I work in downtown Detroit all week. And it's just, I'm watching them steal this up. Now they blocked off what we're like from the end of uh, Little Caesars Arena to mm. about the Fillmore. It's blocked off. Oh, I bet you that made your routes a lot of oh, fun. Oh, dude, it's fucking awful. <laughs> that sucks, man. But anyways, well, welcome to another episode. We are glad you guys are here. It is just E-Man and I solo dolo tonight. We don't have any guests. We're about to go on a guest run starting next week, actually, though. Uh, Still, what, like September? Yeah, yeah, we're going to have a lot of them. And I'm really excited for one of the uh, guests that we booked, um, Ill Will, is um, an up-and-coming rapper from Pontiac that is really, really dope. And he put out 
a song recently featuring Method Man, and it is super dope. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, man, he's going to get washed by Method Man. He's going to get washed by Method Man. Oh, yeah, His verse is as good, if not better, than Method Man's. Ill Will is super dope, so we cannot wait to have you on the show to talk about your shit. Him and his producer are going to hop on, too. Yep, yep, who is also the same producer. Uh, or not? Or is his manager coming again? Uh, I don't think so. He didn't come the first time. Yeah, he was here with... Uh, with um, that now was whoop. no Sid. I mean, Sid is the manager. He wasn't there that. That was uh, fuck. Uh, I'm give me one second. I can look up his name. <laughs> yeah, I, for sure. I'm drawing a blank. But anyways, the I'm sorry man. He, his team is the same uh, part of the same team as Kid Swoops, who's been a guest on ours uh, our podcast. Who is man? He's really doing his thing. Shout out to Kid Swoop because he's got quite a following going on that yeah, I've uh, been paying attention to. So I'm really proud of that Some guy too. Bruce alumni. Hell yes, yeah, sir. He's a good guy too. Yes, he Very is. Oh, speaking of Breeds and Brews alumni, did you see uh, Nick Speed up in the new Big Sean video? I saw Bria. In the <laughs> I saw Bria uh, that was in there, too. Oh, was she? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, I forgot the timing, but yeah, she's in there for like a small part. So yeah, shout Nick Speed's like holding up a, yeah. a sign or something. It's pretty funny, man. Yeah, shout out Big Sean, too. He put out a couple dupe, uh, dope new singles recently, and the most recent one for a song called Single Again? Yes. Single Again, um, like which he used all- yeah, that's a pretty cool. That's that's pretty dope, right? I he has a song actually haven't again, listened to the song. I haven't listened to the track yet. I actually don't like that track very much. To be honest with you, it's 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 more like the the girly song. If you want to, like a twenty eighty eight style big yeah. Sean. The other one, the other one where he's just spitting bars. That one's my my pace. What is that one called? The first one he put out. Where I haven't like, listened to any like of the new Big Sean tracks. I'm really? be honest with oh, you. We're playing that I on the podcast. To any then. of the new Big Sean? Oh, tracks. we're playing I, that I like on Big the podcast. Don't get me wrong. I just haven't listened to them yet. Oh, we're for sure. I've been so busy on my something news that I haven't listened to that. Yet. That's fine. Well, anyways, um, yeah, the new the new uh, video that he put out called "Single Again" um, is shot in Detroit. It's by all um, he he employed all Detroit native people to work on the video to shoot it. All the camera people, all the staff, all that, all of them are Boy. from Detroit. So, Boy. shout out to Big Sean for that. I do it. But um, anyways, without further ado, since we got no guest. We can just get straight to the drinking these beers, straight bro. Drink to the beer. It's been a long ass twelve hour day. I'm ready. Uh, much Dude, time. I'm, what we I'm got. Be honest with you. I've been drinking beer pretty frequently throughout the day because <laughs> I've, I've been in and out of bars, so they just like sample me shit. I'm yeah. like, it's pretty great. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're gonna stick with my Detroit theme. We got over from Atwater Brewing. You know, we just had Purple Game Pilsner a couple weeks ago. Now we got the other one, the Leader Golden. So this would be. A oh, sour uh, ghost beer, so I'm expecting you know to be on like the kind of like the face scrunched up style. I would say <laughs> as, that is the sours. Uh, it's coming in at about 4.2 ABB or ABV, nine IBUs, so it's not bitter at all. Uh, yeah, it should be a, like a good beer. I'm actually been on my sour game recently, so I'm expecting to see uh, expecting the big things. It's actually one of the ones we sell as well, so I'm kind of kind of stoked to try it. I've actually tried this one yet, so I have not had this one before, which I'm excited to try as well. Atwater doesn't really ever do us wrong. I really like a lot of them. <laughs> I, I mean, I there's some Atwaters that well, are not that great, bro. I'm gonna yeah. be honest with you. I love Atwater. I just there's some Atwaters that are not that great, and I'm gonna be completely honest with that. I just don't. I can't recall a bad one that I had recently or anything. But anyways, while we pour these up, not on the show at least. Not on the show. Not yeah, on the yeah, show. Yeah, at right. least. yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Every every place has got a bad bureau. Everyone's. Got a different there's, taste, you know. I mean, I mean? there's certain different strokes for different folks. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. 
I love that term. <laughs> I say, there, there are certain breweries that I just that hasn't disappointed me yet. Atwater is one of those ones I, I have a very love hate relationship with. Don't get me wrong, I love them to. I mean, I love the artwork of Atwater, and that's actually what attracts me to them. It's uh-huh. like their art. I forgot the artist's name, and they told me this today. Because I was in a real quick, I was in a Foundation Hotel because I did an order yeah. for them today, and the guy who has like does their like main. He painted like their main like logo or whatever, mm-hmm. and he had, you know he does the same thing with Atwater. So oh shit, yeah, that's sweet. Like the main, I think it's like the Commissioner's Brew. Yeah, is, it's like, really cool those, artwork. Yeah, Commissioner's Brew. Because uh, you know, because you, becoming... you know, Foundation used to be a uh, fire uh, fire uh, house. Oh okay. So I didn't the know Commissioner's that. Brew is actually for. Uh, oh, I did it's know for that because yeah. the way the the doors and everything look down there. Yeah, 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 for sure. So Commissioner's Brew is for uh, Foundation. I mean, yeah. my my personal favorite is Bell's because it's tried and true, and Two Hearted is my favorite. But man, I've become a really big fan of this Odd Side Ales lately, bro. Like, they've got as a lot far of as Michigan breweries go, yeah, yeah. As far as honestly, Michigan like, goes. it's tough, man. There's a lot. I, I really don't have a favorite company because there's a bunch of different stuff I like from everybody. Right. Like Saga Tuck is coming up on me real fast with that blueberry lemonade shandy. Yep. Uh, they got the boy blood orange. Oh, that's Sheboygan. I'm sorry, yeah, Sheboygan's she, great. I like them orange. too. No, so, and they had that Neapolitan stout from uh, Saga Tuck. Yep. Which was, yep. Yeah, they got a bunch of different shit, man. Saga Tuck's coming up close to me. Nice. Griffin Claw's another one Griffin on that tail. Yep. That El Liagro, uh mm-hmm. Raggedy Ass, of course. Yep. Uh, Mr. Blue Skies, which we haven't had on the show yet, but we, we will. Well, we, we have not had Blue I actually tried I I mean, I've had it before, but I had it again earlier today. It's pretty great. It's nice. kind of like, kind of reminds me of Blue Moon, only with blueberries. Oh. Yeah. That sounds kind of tight. I like that. Well, anyways, while we pour up these beers and have a little sip sip, uh, I'm going to play you since, I mean, obviously you already know I'm biased on the show to Anderson Pack because he's one of my favorites. Yes, loud. But um, BJ the Chicago Kid, who is a super dope um, R&B cat out of Chi-Town, put out a super dope album called 1123 that I will talk about in a little bit because that's my something new. I'll just go ahead and reveal that right now. I don't even care. Um... But the title track off, or not the title track, but the opening track off there is featuring Anderson Pack, and it's called Feel the Vibe, and man, do I love it. Um, so while we're pouring those up, here's a little bit of Feel the Vibe for you guys. Yes, la. Get 
That is a little bit of Feel the Vibe by BJ the Chicago Kid featuring Anderson Pack on his new album 1123. Um, man, that's a dope ass song. And this beer is super weird. <laughs> it is very weird. Right, Neil, I want you to talk about it. I wasn't expecting how sour it was going to be. I, bro. I told it you specifically sh- it was going to be sour. I said <laughs> yeah. this is a sour, oh, it's a ghost. So ghost is already sour as hell in the first place. Yeah, it says it's a German style wheat beer brewed with sea salt coriander and cherries i don't know what the hell coriander is but to be perfectly perfectly honest with you, okay i like that last beer we had last week had um sea, like the sea salt in it yeah that well. was that uh that green zebra yeah, yeah that was good too so i like the way the, the, new, that the new england i homebrewed uh after the white russian one i put coriander in that okay yeah. nice so just give it like that like kind of like citrus-esque yeah flavor actually it's like you catch it, it catches you a little off guard when you first sip it because you're like expecting a beer and it's super sour, but I, I, it's not that bad. It's pretty drinkable after the fact. Like, I don't know if I would buy this for myself all the time, but I could definitely enjoy like one or two of these. And it's not like it's, um, it doesn't taste like super sugary or anything, but just so you know what coriander is, no, there's a photo. There you go. Yeah, there you go. It's a annual herb in the family Apatis. I don't know how to pronounce that, and I just sound dumb right there, so that's fine. Dude, I Whatever. mispronounce shit all the time, so who cares? Epicis? <laughs> it's like Dave on Dave and Chuck when he's got to read the news stories. It's so funny to me because like Dave will always try to like read the names off, and he does his best to sound it out, but some of them are so ridiculous. You're like, how would I ever be able to pronounce that shit if I didn't know what it was already? But um, yeah, I, I don't know. What do you think of the beer? I figured out this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. Like, yeah. as soon as I saw the description, like, Cherry Ghost, I'm like, okay, it's going to be like a, a face cruncher. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to call yeah, it. Sour yeah, you beers. did say a that. A face cruncher. Yeah, yeah, I don't I know. Mean, it's, it's very it's very crushable, mm-hmm. I'd like to say, because yeah. you can definitely drink a lot of it and not feel it. It's only 4%. Yeah, exactly. 10 IBU, so it's a good summer beer, especially, you know, when it's like 90 degrees out like it is right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like this beer a lot, man. No carbonation whatsoever. Uh, well, not low. I would say none, but very, very low. No head, though. Uh, very light, very crisp. I like it. Yeah, man, I like it, too. I, it's definitely not my favorite that we've had on this show, but I would drink it again, like, definitely if someone offered to me. I don't know if I would buy it. I love the artwork on it, though. The artwork is super yeah. sweet. Atwater I mean, always kills it with at, that. Ar- yeah, Atwater probably has... Atwater and shorts are probably my two favorite for artwork, and... Like, as far as, like, breweries go. Yeah, they do. Shorts kills it, too. As far as Michigan breweries go. Let me clear that up. Because there's a bunch of other ones outside the state that are dope, too. But, yeah. Uh, So, are we going to go to something old, something new? Something old, something new time, baby. S-O-S-N. <laughs> so, we could start it off with something old. And since I've got mine pulled up here right now, I might as well just go ahead and start with it. Um. Today, I was on a little bit of a George Harrison kick. Whenever I'm, like, feeling weird in the head or need to clear some space out. That's you know, a pretty frequent amount of time, people. Do you know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> That's not, yeah, you're pretty right about that. But anytime I got, like, well, obviously for me, I think music is the best therapist on the entire planet. So it can really, like, because there's shit for any type of mood you might be in. Um, that's why I love it so much. But 
George Harrison has a great way of making me feel better if I'm in a weird headspace, and George Harrison did it for me today, let me tell you. Um, so I went back to his uh, 1973 album, Living in the Material World, which is his fourth uh, studio album. Just for the record, George Harrison is definitely my favorite songwriter in his solo career out of the Beatles. Oh, for personally. sure, man. Me yeah. too. Me too. I mean, and that's not to discredit the rest of them. No, like, no, no. Paul's no. insane. Lennon's insane. I, I wouldn't just, give Ringo that much credit. I prefer to listen to George Harrison <laughs> out of the other like, oh, me three too. as solo music. Solo music, yeah. for sure. I'm definitely with you on that because he's got a lot of great, great, great solo work. And I just love the vibe that he was on, man. Like, you're just all about bettering himself and finding his little spiritual journey and path in life. Shit, you can really taste the like uh, sea salt in here now. Yeah, no, 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 not no, actually like, I like sip that. it. Like, yeah. I like that part of it. But yeah, so I went with Living in the Material World. Um, it was recorded in 1973, um, which was the follow-up to All Things Must Pass, which I think I've talked about that one on here before too. I've done a couple of George Harrison ones. But uh, the song today, like, it, it was his second number one album um, in the United States, by the way. And the, the made lead single off it is what was really making me feel good today, and that's Give Me Love, Give Me Peace on Earth by George Harrison. Um, let's see. The album is about, like, it's just under an hour, which is kind of like my perfect area, and it was produced by Phil Spector, which he turned out to be a total weirdo. If you've never heard the story about Phil Spector, he kind of got away with murder. But, uh... I mean, if you got the money. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And... And that's that's goes back to our age old t- uh, conversation of separating art and and the artist and because yeah. because uh, Phil Spector definitely produced a lot of amazing music over the years, but he turned out to be a real piece of shit of a person. So, but it's still a goddamn amazing album. Um, and if you haven't heard it, I mean. Most of you guys have probably heard some of the tracks on it, if not the whole thing, but I would definitely go back and listen to it. It's one of the albums I bought on vinyl a long time ago when I first got into collecting vinyl. Um, it was actually one of the, I think, like the first like five albums I bought. I was like, all right, I need a little start my collection with something strong. So I went and got like some Hendrix. I got some George Harrison. I got oh, the shit. Doors. You're you know, in the crates. You know what I'm saying? You got in to. the crates. Over at my favorite spot in the world, Dearborn Music. Shout out to Dearborn Music. Um, but yeah, man, that's what I went with. Um what do you uh what do you got? I went with something totally different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I always tell this story to people about this wasn't I said this to Lindsay the other day, but like it I think now the more I think about it, this I don't think this was the first album I bought, but this was one of the first this was the first album my mom bought for me. Okay. Uh when two thousand three this album came out, so I was in maybe sad sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I was like sixth grade, I wanna say. They had the single on there and I was like oh man this was dope I can't wait for this but that was before I think I thought about the parental advisory sticker yeah. and you know parental advisory sticker is different you know and the dirty version is different from the clean oh, version oh yeah big time and I'm like what like 2003 I was what 13 maybe mm-hmm. so I'm without further ado I'm gonna go take it to the ATL in 2003 I'm gonna go Ludacris's chicken and beer mm. <laughs> I'll give a round of applause for that. Oh, that is man. a phenomenal album, dude. So the song, single in which I'm talking about is Splash Waterfall. Woo! Boom boom. Oh, boom boom boom. Oh. In the clean version. Doom doom. Oh, doom doom. Oh, doom doom. Oh. 
touch me. Yeah. That is obviously not the case in yeah. the dirty version. Yeah. So I just remember the story. Me and my mom look at each other when they played the dirty version of that. <laughs> and it's a certain four-letter word that begins with an F that yeah. I'm not going to say out of, you know, respect for Neil's mom who listens to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Disturbing the peace. And me and my mom, I remember just looking at each other. It was the most awkward drive home. Oh man, but well, I love that. He actually has a restaurant named that. A couple, a franchise after. Isn't that, uh, isn't the song "Fuck You" on there? Fuck you, fuck you, screwed up. <laughs> yeah, I, or is, is that, that on? on um, I know, get back is on there. Actually, I got it queued up right now. Uh, it's called that song's called "Screwed Up." Yeah, it is on there. That's track number. Uh, yes, eight. eight. Yep, yep, track eight. Yeah, him and a little flip. Yep, <laughs> little flipper. Dude, that album is amazing. He's got production by the Neptunes on there. You got Juicy J, DJ Paul producing productions on there. Kanye West on, album, on there. Uh, the Southern Fry blow it out like thing because I remember they did a video for those two. Oh my god, dude! Uh, the Southern Fry that, that is like the one of my favorite album intros of all time, dude. He yeah. just fucking oh yeah, goes. It's a top five album. Period. <laughs> dude, Ludacris is working on his new album right now, and like I haven't been more excited for a comeback like story like Ludacris's. I know he doesn't need a comeback story because he's living on that Fast and the Furious cake. And he's he's paid paid, but Ludacris has been, always been one of my all time favorite MCs just because I feel like he has some of the best wordplay in hip hop. Period. Um, his flows are incredible. He's so funny in his rhymes. Like I I don't know. I've just always been a huge 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 Luda fan. Um, Ludaversal. That was the most recent album, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Ludaversal. And it wasn't that. It wasn't very. Good. I didn't listen it, to it. It, I'm it be didn't honest, have. But- it didn't even seem like he was that inspired in it. You know what I mean? Like he just, just did it. It might be like an album, like a yeah. label clause type thing. Type where he had to make an yeah, album. I think he was probably yeah. doing like twenty movies at the same time as he was probably like a that. label clause where he had to put that shit out. Yeah, and he's in like album mode right now, and he's got like uh, I'm pretty sure um, Timberland is doing the pr- like majority of the production on the new album. So that's good. That's man. gonna be sweet. Shout out Ludacris, Chicken and Beer. That's a great one, dude. I'm glad you picked that one. Um, but yeah, what? Let's see. On to something new. So I only listened to one new album, and it's BJ the Chicago Kids, who we just played um, one, one, on the two, pour one. up one one two three one one two three. My bad. Um, and he is just phenomenal. He's got one of the coolest, like raspy sounding, like soul voices. I don't even know. Do you put him in R and B or do you put him in the soul category? I know those things are kind of interchangeable things, but one has like I feel like he's more of a soul singer, don't you? Uh BJ the Chicago Kids. He's got that gritty like. Oh, just like I don't know. It's just like was that him on the Rap City track, Black and Ugly? Was mm-hmm. that yep. okay? Yep. Yeah, he's all. I mean, he's been featured on a I know he's million at, he's Schoolboy Q Studio. I mean, he does oh, a lot of shit. Oh I just yeah, thought. tons of stuff, and it, it pays off too. I mean, he's got the features on here are pretty dope. He's got uh, Eric Bellinger on there. He's got JID, Buddy, Rick Ross, Offset. Um, yeah, he he really killed it with this one. Um, I'm a fan of pretty much everything he puts out, but if you if you like that gritty, uh, raw R&B music, not not as not as uh, radio friendly, more like that soul shit, man. That shit comes from your heart and soul. In the heart, <laughs> in the heart. <laughs> Go check um, out BJ the Chicago Kid. Uh, one one two three again is the name of the album. Uh, just came out. I think it came out the same day as the uh, YBN Corday album, but I was spent a lot of time with that one, so I got to this one this week. I. However, did spend some time with the YBN Corday album, and that's one of my something news. So good. I have 
three something news, All right. one single, and one local something new. Oh, shit. Look at you, man. I like it. I like it. What you got? All right. So my first something new, let's talk about the YBN Corday album, mm-hmm. which was absolutely amazing. He kind of set it up as a concept, too, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, from start to finish, he kind of had, like, that same idea where it's like, you're trying to acknowledge the past. Like, I actually, he was on uh, Sway in the Morning this morning. And I oh, was he really? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so I was kind of listening to him. Uh, wintertime, for instance, kind of knowledge to pass, and then kind of goes to have mercy, where you stray away from like that path, like mm-hmm. you're supposed to be on. And the sweet Lord is is like this uh, this gospel version of yeah. Have Mercy. Yeah, and I like all the gospel yeah. like Dude, uh, so skits dope. and everything. Yeah. great in there. No, I mean it's good. Anderson Park, Chance is on the album. Ty Dolla Sign, Pusha Push T. T's up on there. He actually says specifically, it. he goes like, I. All my all the features that I had are people I knew that would fit on the song. It wasn't like a clout chase type thing. Yeah, at all. for sure. He said the only person he wasn't in the studio with when they did this at the same time to record the verse was Pusha T. Oh, really? And Pusha T emailed it back in three hours. <laughs> yeah, I believe it, dude. Yeah. It's, it's such a good verse too, man. I love it. Um, yeah. And YBN Corday might be the future, bro. I he like is the lot. future, bro. Uh, he, I, I like YBN Corday a lot. He's 21, too. Yeah. He's just like, out here killing it. I like that dude a he lot. He was just on some radio program, too, talking about his favorite, uh, his top five favorite rappers, and it was Jay-Z, Nas, Biggie, um, Tupac, and Big L. He was talking and I was about- like, fuck yeah, uh, dude. He also mentioned- I was I was sway. He was talking all those guys. He was talking about the blueprint and uh, ready to die mm-hmm. and apocalypse stuff like that. He also mentioned uh, college dropout. Mm-hmm. He mentioned Marshall Mathers EP and Slim Shady LP. Yep. And there was another. He said he gave this. He was the fifth spot was between Big L and Eminem, but he gave the slight edge to Big L because he was just like he's a huge fan of his wordplay and his rhyme craft and everything. I have a fun fact about that too. About YB and Corday, I found out today. Guess mm. who? Uh, MGK played Kill Shot. That was like one of the first people we sent it to. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. I did not know that because apparently they're cool. So yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, that's that's my first something new. Uh-huh. Second something new. I'm going to go with my undercard. Uh, Rich F- Brian, formerly Rich Chigga. Oh, yeah. He sh- I forgot album, he changed bro. his name, the right? Because that shit was racist to sell. Uh, <laughs> 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 kind of. <laughs> no, man. Honestly, The Sailor. It's actually like a really good album. Bro, he can rap. I mean, we all, he can rap we all saw off. that when he like, put out that one fucking- don't, Do not sleep on Rich yeah. Brian, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't sleep on Rich Brian. It's dope. He has like one major feature, which is the RZA. So mm-hmm. that's a huge feature to have. Yeah, that's sweet. Uh, 44 minutes even for the album length. Uh, I mean, from start to finish, it's a solid. It's a solid track, man. I knew uh, Wu Tang fucked with him, Harvey, because there was that. What was the song that made him popular? There was that video came out and everything that like people were. Like, I don't give going, a fuck about yeah. motherfucking. Oh, oh man, I just violated my F clause. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, that, that stick. That but that's song, what it was called. Yeah, that stick. That <laughs> song had a remix by like, and I think Ghostface Killer jumped on the remix. So that like, beat I, was fucking crazy. That, ah, that whole song is great, bro. Yeah, that, no, that, that song was great. crazy. Yeah. Um. And actually, you know what? There's something really cool you can check out that uh, you just reminded me of. If you go head over on YouTube to um, Vice's uh, channel, they did... Vice does a lot of cool little small documentaries. They're like 45-minute ones. They did like a Chicago hip-hop one. They did a Detroit hip-hop one that was heavily featured with like uh, Dope Boys Cash Out and Danny Brown and, and a bunch of those guys. And then most recently, they did an Asian... Uh, Asians in hip hop documentary, and it covers Rich Brian and like all these other people Jin, coming out of South with, Korea. With and um, I can't remember. Remember, remember Jin, the battle rapper from back in the day? Mm, 
I was never huge in the battle rap scene, so I don't really know. I mean, he put out some songs too, but like he got it as like a freestyle battle rapper. He kind of kind of got like I won't say like famous, but he got notoriety. Yeah. Yeah, I forget the name of the documentary specifically, but if you go over to Vice, you'll catch or it. It's all about like Aquafina. Koreans and stuff. That's another one. I, I remember Aquafina. Yeah, yeah she's, she probably she's still popping. She's in uh, movies and shit now. Is she? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. She was in Crazy Rich Agents. Yeah, Asians, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. So good shot for her. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's awesome. I wanna, I'm going to check that out. I didn't know that he uh, had dropped an album. But did you You had a couple more, didn't you? Or did you have one more? I have a there? single. Oh, single. I'm gonna switch gears. I'm okay. Switch to the hard rock metal scene. Oh shit! Slipknot single. Slipknot single. How is it? Holy shit! You good? So they had so Slipknot put out a single a couple weeks ago. They have a new album coming out by the way too. So they're on like that whole rocker train like with uh, Tool and Corn mm-hmm. uh, and Puddle of Mud that's about to put out albums this year. Yeah. Uh, Solway Phil or Firth. This album, I mean this album, this single is so fucking hard, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much harder than the shit they put out uh, a couple of weeks ago. I do like that track. I think it was Unsane or was a or Unsane. Or, I forgot what the name of that single was. Let me pull it up real quick. But this one is just so it just hits so much fucking heavier. <laughs> I'm like, you just hear Corey Corey uh, fucking Taylor in scream mode again. Yeah. It was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not huge on Slipknot. I've never have like been super into their music, but I'll take your word for it. I've actually fucked with Slipknot for a minute, and a lot of people don't know that. But yeah, like uh, my introduction was when I think it was not Guitar Hero. What was the other one? Rock Band. Rock when band they had uh, bef- when they had Before I Forget. Like on Rock Band. Oh, yeah, you're right. That was my introduction to Slipknot. Yeah, like, oh, funny. man, this song is dope as fuck. I'm going to check out their catalog. I just remember seeing like your music video like when I was a kid and being like, what Duality. in the hell am I watching right now? <laughs> <laughs> and But speaking of heavy rock bands, like you said, Tool just put on their um, Twitter page that the album will be out on August 30th. It has a name now. I'm trying to let me see if I can pull up the name real quick. It's something weird. Tool's always got to name their shit something weird that I can't pronounce. <laughs> I still don't know if it's lateralist or lateralis. <laughs> but uh oh, let me find it real quick. Tool. But uh speaking of Tool though, while I'm looking this up, they also announced that their music will finally be on the streaming platforms oh, yeah. August their, 2nd. Their whole catalog will be on streaming services finally. August they, 2nd. they played around with this for a minute. Like cuz I remember when that was supposed to happen a few months ago and it never did. Yeah, I know. So let's see the Tweet that they put out today. Tweets and replies. And just for the record, I got one more and then one local one. Yeah, what'd you got? Oh, hold on, real quick. Fear, how would you even say that? Fear Inoculum? Fear Inoculum? Yeah, let's go with that. (laughs) I I, I don't know how to pronounce it either. August 3, 2019. It says album art. Lead track and pre-order information to be announced. Thank you for your patience. Right. Yeah, thank you for your patience is right because the last album came out in fucking what 2006. Jesus, <laughs> thirteen years ago, Tool. All right, been real patient with you guys. Dude, Tool puts on a hell of a show. Pussifer also was just. I think they got new music on the way as well because they were just on. Um, which is if you're not familiar with Pussifer, it's one of Maynard's side projects. Uh, they were just on Joe Rogan's podcast, so uh, they they probably got new music. Which I'm not. A, Humongous Pussifer fan. It's cool, but I don't know it's, who it's, they are. I'm be 100 honest I'll, with you. I'll play you a couple tracks by theirs. That's pretty dope. But um, it's not. It's it's not Tool. It's not Perfect Circle. All right. 
my last album. Yeah, which one? Well, I got one local one I want to talk about for a second, right. too. But the last main album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 See, I didn't listen <laughs> to that shit. I'm over the Chance the Rapper. Day, Chance the Rapper. 22 flipping tracks on this album. I mean, there's a quite a bit of, there's a couple of skits on there too. So it's not, you know, a full 22 of like songs, but still, man. Is it 22 Opening songs? songs of... with John Legend. Got Def Cat for Cutie on there. Weird. On the second, it's actually a fire song too. Uh, Main Tokyo the Baby. I mean, you got this slew, it's two, it's two uh, Nicki Minaj features. Let me ask you, is Art it 22 Linux? tracks of bubbly bullshit that Chance no, has been making no, for the no, last no, like. No, 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 no. He comes in heavy on the first track. Oh, bro. yeah. I mean, you know, he's still got like that bubbly like coloring book type mm-hmm. chance as well but he comes in heavier it's more like that mixed with like acid rap i would say i'm just i you know it's, it's, I have it's been, dope man i like it I i'm like gonna it listen lot. to it because I'm, I'm gonna have to because I, I have been a chance fan for a long time but i tell you what over the last couple years he's really just been getting on my nerves with all this bubblegum bullshit that he makes he's happy I don't care, man. Let the man. man be happy. I don't care. I, I don't need to see you on happy. Sesame Street and dancing around with the back boy, Backstreet the Boys and happy. fucking Doritos commercials, yeah. you lame ass. Let the man be happy. Can so you just cheesy. enjoy his happiness? Oh, dude, I can't even do it with him. That's fine. I mean, there's there's being happy and there's making like bullshit music. And that grocery song that he put out, the lead single was I wasn't was a fan so of groceries, to be bro. honest with you either. <laughs> I really wasn't a fan of groceries either, to be honest. <laughs> I do like this album, but I was not a fan of that single. I'm really glad it was not on the album. And that's true. I might be singing a different tune next week after I listen to it. I probably You're shouldn't. Like, oh go, man, Chance's I, album. I, I probably great, shouldn't go bro. too hard before I listen to it. But I, that is the one feature I actually skip on the YBN Corday album is the one with Chance on it because I'm like, nah, nah, not for me right now. All right. So as far as uh, it's come a long, ho- come a long way from burn holes in my hoodies and stuff like that. Cigarettes on cigarettes. My mama <laughs> think I stink. Yeah, okay. So going to uh, local scene. I want to shout out to uh, actually. Oh, they weren't on the show yet, but people I work with a lot. Uh, the Dirty News just yeah, brought a project. Yeah, the Dirty News. They just brought a seven-song EP. I can't wait for you guys to check this out. Uh, it is called Alternative Tracks. And it's got I a feature by sure yours truly over n- sitting next to me, oh, yeah, E-Man Bates. Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys should totally listen to track six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, even if you don't, we're going to play it for you next week on the top to start the podcast off. So you're going to hear it one yep, way or another. Do as I say, not as I do. Track six, feature by yours truly. And I've been uh, promising that I'm going to play it on there. So we also got to play Dre, or not Dre Dav. I'm sorry. We got to play Breeze on the podcast next week. Actually, Dre put out, maybe we could do like a Homeboys episode both. next week. We can do a Homeboys <laughs> episode. Come down, put on some Wanye and everything. Yeah, man. So I can do that. Throw, the, throw all keep the... A G shit. Oh, yep. yeah. YG's got the new shit out, too. Yeah, we all have that. That's a lot of new shit. Actually, the new Dre Dab song has uh, Rocky Five on it as well. That works. We can knock out a couple birds in one stone. Yes, then, sir. Yeah. Yes, we can. Um, so, yeah, that'll be sweet. We can definitely do that. Um, there's been a lot of cool stuff going on locally. Um, Honey oh. Monsoon just played again over the weekend, which I heard they killed I do, it. Yeah, I went over to that at, one with uh, on Cultivate. Oh, you went to yeah. the Cultivate one? Yeah, I, I went they to the Cultivate. They killed it that. They played uh, in Detroit with Christina the Day Nights. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was like f- that Friday. Nice. Yeah, I mean, they're doing well, man. And then also, speaking of Detroit and going downtown, I went down to Mopop last Sunday. How was that? Dude, it was amazing, man. Did it you was go? So Which night did you go? I went Sunday. Okay, so I you didn't to- see Lizzo. No, I didn't see Lizzo. <laughs> so um, my friends, my dear friends, Shay and, and um, 
and Nora went on Saturday night and they saw Lizzo and they said it was super awesome. They said it was like a really inspiring show. She got emotional because back I didn't even home, know man. this. She's, she's from Detroit. Yeah, she's back home. <laughs> I didn't even know she, that. She moved to Houston when she was like 13 or 14. Yeah. I looked up her whole like thing. She was crying was on stage. She was like, this city reminds me of my dad so much. I think her dad has since passed away maybe. I think it, it seemed like it because the way Seems she legit, got all emotional yeah. about I it. I mean, they, you know, you ever drove around Detroit and you see like that uh, shot on iPhone photos? Mm-hmm. Lizzo has one. Okay. Lizzo has a shadow on iPhone. Uh, Florence and the Machine has one, and Travis Scott has one. Okay. That, that I've seen. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so they, they said that that show was awesome, and then they said Vampire Weekend was a lot of fun, but that was Saturday night. Um, How was Jid? I, he was he was on Saturday as well, so uh, I didn't see. Oh, dude, I didn't Saturday see was Jid. the day to go. Yeah, I know. But, yeah. I mean, the reason I wanted to go for real, Tame though, Impala. was Tame Impala yeah. on Sunday, and they killed it, but... So we got, we went down there a little bit later because the only thing that we wanted to get there in time for was Caliucci's. It started at like seven forty five, so we went down around six. I got my ticket off Craigslist for like way cheaper, by the way. I got it for sixty bucks as opposed to the Shit, website. That you should tell me that. I probably <laughs> Wait, what day was it? Sunday? Yep. Uh, I had to fucking do other shit. Yeah. Uh. But um. So yeah, we went down around like seven. It was just a beautiful setup. It was a little bit further down the river walk from uh, Hart Plaza. It was kind of over by like the Ford uh, building, the Ford Health System building down there, and like directly across the water from Caesars, Caesars Windsor. Like you could see Caesars oh, right man, across. Oh that's crazy. Okay. It was awesome, dude. Because so the stage, the main stage, was like right next to the river. So the whole time you're looking at the stage to in front of you and then to your right is the Detroit River. So it was just totally beautiful. They had all these amazing food trucks and vendors set up. Goose Island Beer had a, a stand there. Uh, Deep Eddie's Vodka had a stand there. Swisher Sweets had a stand there, which was crazy. It was like this little house you go into, and they were giving away the cheapest Swisher Sweet gear ever. <laughs> My friend Nora got uh, her sister Shay like a Swisher because Shay loves Swishers and got her like a like sixty wraps and a backpack for four dollars. <laughs> Jesus so, yes, Christ! They just had like a wall of swishers in there. It was pretty cool. But anyways, um, so yeah, then we go out. It's the sun's kind of setting at this point, and Caliucci starts playing. And boy, she looked good in person. Uh, I bet. I bet <laughs> she, she sounds does. good in person. She looks good in person. I was really excited to see her because um, if you listen to our year end wrap up episode last year, she made both. I think she made the top ten on both E Man and I's list. Yeah, she had a great album, and she then, had a great then she album. had that uh, that Tyler feature too. She had the Tyler so, yeah. Tyler and Bootsy Collins on the same song. Yep. So and then no, she I mean, had like, a couple I meant to see you again when I said that, but oh, yeah, that, oh, that one was yeah, dope yeah, too. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. But and then she also had a couple tracks on her album produced by Tame Impala, which was pretty sweet as well. But so yeah, so Caliucci's performed. That was great. It was a lot of fun to see her. And then after that was Ella May. And Ella May was boot really up. awesome. Yeah, it was cool to see boot, boot up go down and trip in and and she's a really great singer. I didn't even know she was from the UK. Until, is she really? <laughs> yeah. She starts talking on the mic. I'm like, oh, she's got a British accent. She's, is she really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, shit, I didn't know that just now. That's like, uh, that's right, Rich Brian. He's from fucking Indonesia. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, LMA was great. And then, boy, the Tame Impala just exceed my expectations once again. This is my third time seeing him now, and it's crazy. Fuck me. She is definitely from London. Yeah, <laughs> nuts. Um, and she did when you see singing, you don't hear it at all. You don't hear it in her voice at all when she's singing. It's crazy. I don't hear her, like talking like normal she's, now. On the album, there's like skits on it, and she talks on it. So if you listen to the album, you can check it out there. But um, yeah, Tame Impala totally exceeded my expectations, man. They just threw down an amazing set. Um, 
I was like in complete bliss mode. There was not a single thing on the planet that could bother me during that set. Like they opened with um, "Let It Happen" and just rocked the crowd out, and it was so awesome. The confetti bombs going off everywhere. Their graphics and their stage like lighting scenario thing is like it's it's so cool now. Like it's so much different than when I first saw them. It's just that's what I love, man. I love when you get into a band when you're when they're like brand new and you catch them on their tour when they're still a young new act. And then you see the progression of how big they get and how much bigger their sh- shows become. Right. Even from like the in the same year, we saw Anderson Pack twice, and from the one show to the other one was like a complete world of difference to me. I've like, seen Anderson Pack twice. Oh, you didn't go to the one Fillmore with me? No, I didn't go to the Fillmore. From the Fillmore one to the Meadowbrook one, it was just like that was what a couple months. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a totally different, totally different ball game. He added a horn section. He added backup singers, like drum risers, laser shows, like. It's just awesome, man. That's what I love about concerts and live music, man, and just following acts from the beginning. But yeah, shout out to Tame Impala, and it was pretty cool because at the end of the show, he was like, all right, Detroit, thank you so much for this great time. We will be back very soon. So that makes me think that the album is on the way. However. Followed by another world tour, hopefully. Shows that we did go to together, uh, an artist just delayed his album to 2024. See that? Junior Lucas just laid his album to 2024. 2024. I feel like this is a marketing thing. I really do. I genuinely feel like this is a marketing thing. Like, he's trying to let people's guards down and he's going to drop it out of nowhere. Yeah. That's the stupidest <laughs> shit I've ever heard in my life, Jordan Lucas. I'm sorry. You're one of my favorites out right now, but that's the dumbest shit I ever... 2024? That's six years away, dude. Five years away. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Hold on. I'm going I'm to I'm look up the exact... Let me check in this beer real quick. Make sure you follow me on Untapped, uh, at Beats underscore in underscore Brews. We do all the reviews. Um, I do all my reviews on that website. And that's uh, also our tag for Instagram, so you should go follow us there, too. That it, too. That it is. That it is. Um, that's hilarious, dude. Joyner Lucas... I mean, he could just keep dropping songs like and videos like he's been doing for a while, but I'm ready for an album, dude. I don't like singing. Jordan man. Lucas seemingly delays album to 2024. <laughs> First fucking time. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. I mean, why? Why four years? Why that specific time frame? <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. Oh, did you see? Um... Unless it's like a legal battle with his label. That's the only thing I could think of. Oh, I remember he remember he he was with Atlantic for a while, and then he just got released from that. So they might own they he might owe them an album or some shit like that. That well, might maybe. that might be the only thing I can think of. Maybe he'll just re- rename it and put something else out. That's or whatever. literally the only thing yeah. I can think of. I totally forgot off the top of the podcast too to get to the RIPs and the birthdays. There was only one a piece I had for well two RIPs actually. Um, first, we gotta say RIP to Roz G. Um, who is a hip-hop producer who was on Flying Lotus's label, Brain Feeder. Um, I'm not sure what he passed away from, but he was only 39, I think. And he made a lot of dope instrumental albums, but he also produced for a lot of people and um, was a pretty big staple in the in the, the team for, for Brain Feeder. So RIP to him. That's super sad. And then also, I wasn't from, I don't know him um, as a rapper, but there's a rapper named Bankroll Gambino. And apparently he was killed on the set of his video shoot yesterday. Bankroll Gambino. Yeah. Hmm. I know a Bankroll Fresh and I know a Childish Gambino. I don't know Bankroll uh, Giovanni. Or That's Payroll, payroll Giovanni. Payroll Giovanni. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so many confusing Shout out Dope Cash Out. Jesus, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I was super sad about those two because they're both two young gentlemen. That's always sad. And Raj G was a great producer, so... 
Uh, shout out to you guys. But And then on a happier note, we want to say happy birthday to singer Kate Bush, who, um, if you're not familiar with her, she... Um, how do you, I don't I don't even know how I would describe her music. It's kind of like um, I don't know, kind of in like the Janis Joplin wheelhouse ish of music. Not quite as much rock and roll, but that's kind of like where I would put it a little bit. But um, she's a huge, a big boy from Outcast is a huge, huge fan of hers. That's actually how I first started listening to her music because he's always talked about how much he loves Kate Bush, and that's like one of his favorite singers of all time. So um, it's her birthday today, and so happy birthday to her. All right. Um, more in music news. More in music news. Uh, so the city of Pittsburgh has decided to have a anniversary for at Blue Slide Park for the death of Mac Miller on September seventh. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, didn't they rename Blue Slide or? Oh no, they they were. It's it's still up in the air. Yeah, if they're gonna do that or not. Yeah. I saw also that Wiz did like a tribute to him on stage the other day. Did he? Yeah, he was um, doing um, what's that song he has from the Fast and the Furious soundtrack? It's been a long see you again. Day. Yeah, see you again. He was performing that, and then um, like turned around to the jumbotron and flashed a big picture of him and Mac together, and just kind of like sang at the picture, like sang the chorus to the picture. It was like R.I.P. Mac and all that. I think it was in Pittsburgh when he did it. Oh, that's cool. So that's pretty cool. Yep. Um. But yeah, also in music news, I saw that Katy Perry is being sued. No, she lost that suit. Oh, she lost she the already, suit? That suit? That suit's been going on for like four or five years. She just lost it today. Oh, shit. For Dark Horse? Yeah, for Dark yeah. Horse. Yeah, she lost it today, actually. I haven't listened to the... I'll, I'll listen to it when I get home. I haven't really... You ever um, heard that song? N- no, I know what Dark oh, Horse okay. is. I haven't heard the one that they are claiming that she ripped it off of. Are you ready for, ready for... <laughs> yeah. A perfect storm, perfect storm. <laughs> <laughs> um... Also, news you you mentioned them earlier on that's featured on the Chance album, but Death Cab for Cutie is um, getting ready to release a EP for the first Jesus time in a long Christ. time. What is wrong? I mean, not wrong. What these bands are just coming back this Bro, year, man. I feel like it'll Holy be a good shit. one, dude, because <laughs> um, their side project, Postal Service, put out an album this year that's fucking great. Actually, you know what? Was it Death Cab that put one out? No, it was Death Cab that put one out. So I think that. I gotta look that up. I think it was Death Cab that put one out last year that I really liked. Not just now, the name of that album. By What's the way. that one called? Uh, we are not your kind. <laughs> Corey That's Taylor a super actually goes. As a, yeah, I was like, Corey a. Taylor actually goes in the whole explanation of the name. <laughs> I'm not gonna go into it right now, but yeah, that's the name of the album. And then a couple other things that I wanted to bring up. I might play it next week on the podcast because we're running a little low on time, but. Um, Childish Gambino went on. So there's a series on YouTube that I fucking love. Sorry it, for the f bomb. Is it hot ones? No, it's called <laughs> um, Like a Version. So there's this radio station out in Australia called Triple J, and they do this show called Like a Version, where they invite other artists on to cover um, either a different band or a different musician. And Childish Gambino's been on there before, and he covered "To Me Is So Into You." That was amazing. It was like the first time I heard him like sing, sing, and I was like, "Whoa, this is mind blowing!" But apparently, he went back on recently and did a Garth Brooks song. <laughs> oh man! And they said it's awesome. They're, I, I just, oh yeah, I, did I just see read that. the article, but I didn't, I didn't watch the thing yet because I want to watch it when I get home. Favorite YouTube series: Lizzo just put out her tiny desk. I saw it. It's I didn't amazing. watch it yet. Oh my god, is it good? Her version of "Cause I Love You" is crazy on there, dude. It's so good. She's 
Lizzo is so in- her personality and attitude is so infectious Lizzo and like amazing. Will sell out arena oh, she's going to be soon. huge. She's going to be humongous. Very, very, very soon. Yeah, she's going to be humongous. We looked her up on Spotify and she's already got like over like a hundred and something million streams and shit. It's crazy. Yeah, Lizzo is out of this world. Yeah, she's on talented. her way. Holy shit! And then Good the last her. thing I noticed that I had down on my um, my list here until I pass it over to you, if you got anything left, is. I got to give him his props. It's not nearly as good of a song, but Lil Nas X just passed Mariah Carey. Give back my doors to the road. I'm going right till I get number one on the billboards entirely. Yes. Yeah. He, he just passed Mariah Carey's One Sweet Day featuring Boyz to Men for the longest run at number one on the hot billboard charts, Woo! which... Let's be perfectly honest with you. One Sweet Day is a way better fucking song. Uh, shut, <laughs> let the man have his time, bro, Neil. Bro. Shut up. Let he, him have his time. Wait a minute. Shut wait a minute. Shut up. Let him have his time. Wait, we can't let talk shit about his, his song. This guy's no, a fucking millionaire. No, let, fuck let him have his time. time He's getting point. sued, by the way, too. Good. So let him have his time. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Let's, let him have his time. <laughs> Jesus. Don't no. have shit all over everything. <laughs> let him have his time. The song has been at number one on the Billboard charts for 15 and weeks. I think he's keep had. Running. He's had his let time. Let him keep running. Off let one of the most mediocre songs Get I've your money. ever heard. Get your money, little Nas X. Get your money. <laughs> yeah, right. One sweet day, Boyz II Men and Mariah Carey is Get your way money, better. little Nas X. But Check no, that I'm, horse at Old Town Road. I'm still happy that he's making money. I'm always happy when Rot that cash cow till you can't no more, young blood. Why <laughs> that shit? <laughs> that's funny. But that's all I had list on, on the down on the list today. What about yourself? You got anything else you want to uh, get to before we uh, wrap this puppy up? I oh, I gotta get to this day in music before we wrap this oh, puppy yeah, we up. Didn't do that yet. I almost forgot about that. Um so I had a pretty good one actually this week. So sometimes they're mediocre and sometimes there's some great ones. And um, the one that I thought was pretty cool today was in 2016, uh, Jack White's mission to be to play the first record in space was accomplished. Um, a glorious dawn produced or by composer John Boswell, mixed with audio from American scientist Carl Sagan describing the universe, was played 28,000. Meters above Earth on the space-proof turntable. On a space-proof turntable, the record played for about 80 minutes until the high-altitude balloon, which carried the contraption, burst and propelled the turntable back towards uh, Idaho. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty That's interesting, wild. bro. I thought that was a pretty cool little uh, music fact. And there was one. I want to pull this. See if I can pull the list back up. I had an awesome one earlier, but I. Maybe I'll just save that one. I don't know. Let's see. No, yeah, I can't find it anymore. But I thought that was a pretty cool one for today um, on this day in music. But, yeah, anything else you want to talk about, E-Man? I'm looking at one article right now from the Rolling Stones, and they said Woodstock 50, when it rolls out, will be free. Oh, well, it's just not going to happen, bro. That's just when it happens. Facts. It ain't happening. When it happens. Everyone's backing out. Miley Cyrus backed out today. I saw it was another one that dropped. Dropped out. It's not gonna happen. This is about to be no, fired. no, 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 no. It's not gonna happen. Any. It's probably not gonna happen this year. I guarantee it's not gonna happen this year. Yeah, it's about but. to be the next Firefest. <laughs> Fire festival. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Don't 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 give it that much. Come on now. It's not Fire Festival. Bad. It's banning out to be that way. It's eh, you're not wrong. It is. You're not you're not wrong. But um. Let me pull. Will you pull your phone back up so I can pull up our last track here? What's I was gonna end with George Harrison, but since you've never heard it, E man, I say we rock with that um, Big Sean. Uh, Let's close out with that Slipknot track, bro. Do 
you want to? <laughs> we could. <laughs> I haven't heard that either. That's but... different. That's that'll be Why real you know different to what we do. Why not? Let's do it. I don't care, dude. Actually, I really don't care. Fuck it. Let's do it. Do just because we can. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Trying to get a little diversity up in here. All we right, do talk Neil, a lot of hip hop. So I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you announce it because you usually announce the final song. So <laughs> what's it called? Let me see. Hold on, hold on, I got you. It is. There you go. <laughs> so from Slipknot, their new lead single, Soloway Firth, right here for you. And as always, we appreciate your guys' time and feedback. Hit us up on social media. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you hate. We don't care. As long as you're giving us feedback, oh, we we're care. happy. Oh, we care all up no, and down. No, tell yeah. us what you hate because that way that's how we get better. This, this show accept, is for you guys. Here's the thing. We always accept su- suggestions on like even beer, music, yeah, no man. matter what it is. So or even if you want to be a guest, up. holler at us. Oh, Come on man, the show. Oh, man, big time. Yeah. You, I mean, follow us on social media, uh, at Beats and Brews Official on Twitter, uh, Beats underscore and underscore Brews on Instagram and I think Facebook as well. Uh, email beatsandbrewsofficial at gmail.com you can always hit us up and you can follow us too he's I hate Eman Bates just how it sounds and I am Neil at Neil underscore Richter alright so without further ado uh, Slipknot Salway Firth peace peace Take great care to not take care of you.